Thursday. You know what that means. This is your captain speaking. He is LFA Motor Podcast. Welcome to episode 457. And it seems like December is moving at a breakneck pace. Yet another loss for Eddie Kingston. Impact go old school and so much more. But make sure you have subscribed right here on YouTube.com forward slash Max Wrestling. Follow us on SoundCloud, Spotify, or whatever it is you get your podcasts available. Max Wrestling Podcast. Also check out uh, iTunes and Spotify, all that other fun stuff. And over, head over to the Beautifully Done website where you can find links to everything. MaxWrestlingNet.Weebly.com Hell yeah. Uh, so we kick off the show now with the first official That Was Awesome slash Cheap Heat. Um... I meant to ask you yesterday, but I posted it late this morning, so we didn't get many replies. But I will try and post it on Wednesday next week. Uh, in fact, I'm going to fucking schedule it for Wednesday next week. Yeah. Um, basically, we're going to post in the Facebook group. You sound off. Tell us what you liked and what you didn't like about this past week in wrestling. Uh, if you're not part of the Max Wrestling Facebook group, come and join the conversation now. Everybody's welcome. Just don't try and sell us comfy sandals or porn. No porn. <laughs> Uh, it was also posted on X, and Jesus, this is how long it's been since I last used Twitter on this PC. Um, the bookmark was still the bird logo, now it's just changed to the fucking X. Uh, yep. But uh, anyway, Straight. we're going to ask you to bring the cheap heat, but let's start off nice with, that was awesome. First and foremost, that new Impact logo is very, very nice. Um, it looks very familiar to, like, I don't think it was the original Impact logo, but the very early Impact logo that was there in the mid-2000s. Um, but at the same time, it's also kind of new. It's got a different font. That it's, it's familiar but new, uh, which is, I think, exactly what they're going for with Impact uh, when they finally <laughs> rebrand to TNA again. I don't. I'm not hating it. It looks it it definitely it definitely gives you that 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 old school that old TNA impact feel like yeah, I dig it. Yeah. Good job. Um that that's all the nice things really that <laughs> we got. It we got a lot of news um in the group this week. But I will say Mike also, Mike Larkin did also respond to the Twitter post. Uh, so let's see what Mike liked about this past week in professional wrestling. Um, the callback to Nakamura's road to WrestleMania compared to Cody's really showcased the subtleties, intricacies, and nuances going into that feud. I'm reading this in Mike's voice. Like, this sounds just like Mike. <laughs> There's too many syllables for me to read, Mike. <laughs> um, but he is looking forward to the match uh, And loves Nakamura's Cunning and more vicious side to his character um, I would say the same Except he's probably going to lose another feud Yep uh, The gimmick is great Nakamura's character work is great But we all know he's going to lose the fucking feud again mm. and, uh, they want, and they want fucking Okada You're crazy Yeah you fucking crazy Like I saw one post saying he his priority is to stay in Japan with his family, so he's considering where to go. Well, if he if, if he wants to stay in Japan, there's no point signing with WWE. 
Yeah, no, but, but Tony Khan will let you stay in Japan, no problem. Yeah. Even let you work in Japan. Hell, go ahead. Uh, just just go talk to Will. He'll he'll sort you out. I was just gonna say, like, yeah, like that is the that's the catalyst for every international guy right now. Go talk to Will. Hey, Will, <laughs> how easy was it? Well, fuck, my fuck, mate, look, my fuck kid's still in school over there. I gotta go get him. <laughs> like, I'm I'm fucking late. Yeah, bro. Um, I also love like the double turn on fucking Osprey. Like, ah, he missed out on a big deal. Well, no, he still got a big deal. He and he gets deal. to keep his kids in in the same school. So you wanted to throw it all in just to move to Orlando? Fuck you. Fuck no. Fuck that. No. For the last time, WWE is not the be all end all anymore. It's it. Look, and, and I understand that. And then, and I've been through so many of these fucking conversations where, like, even one dude that decided he wanted to insult the bullshit shit out of me by saying I wasn't intelligent enough to have a conversation like this with him. And it's just like it was talking about TV rights or whatever. And how like I was like, you do understand that fucking people are hungry for content that regardless yeah. of what it is you feel or whatever it is you heard from that person, there's people hungry for content. AEW was just in the same running as WWE for all the same places for Fox, for Showtime, for HBO, ESPN, blah, 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 blah. Whether these places were dying, quote, unquote, unquote, they were going after the same entity. They still wanted wrestling. You know, it's just, it's fucking people, fucking people. But it, no, it's not the end all be all anymore. You can, you know, and then here's the other fun fact too. You know, it, Yes, it is meant to be the alternative. You are going to make just as good of money in WWE, but you're not going to work as much. You're nah. going to get that merch money. You're going to get your pops when you get them. You can go work random dates when you want. Hell, you live overseas. Your kid's still in school. I don't. Yeah, and I, we also heard he turned down a seven-figure deal with WWE. So how much do you think AEW is paying him? Jeez. <sighs> This guy's getting footballer money. Oh, yeah. Um, but he and now, it, so who cares? Yeah, I mean, he, he, he was the hottest free agent since Kenny Omega. And all mm-hmm. the E-nerds were salivating at the thought of signing Omega, too, until he signed with AEW. And now they hate him all of a sudden. Yeah, now he's Twinkle Toes again because they listen to fucking Jim Cornette's podcast. Pathetic. Um... So that was pretty much it. Um, not a lot of stuff enjoyed. Well, I mean, we're going to get into the regular weekly stuff in a little bit anyway, but nothing really stood out uh, in good terms, but a couple of things in bad terms. So let's go into some cheap heat. No way. First of all, um, no yeet for Jey Uso. Uh, he can't use the trade uh, the word yeet anymore because it's trademarked by another wrestler. Boo. Um, very boo but like I think this indie wrestler is really missing out because couldn't you settle with WWE or did they even try to buy the rights from him because I'm sure you can get a decent sum from WWE I was just going to say the exact same thing have they attempted to buy this young man like let's it. I, I, I'll give you a, an example for the NFL if uh, if a player from a different team gets traded over and say that other player has your number. Hey, dude, 
what's going to take to buy your number out? You know, oh, 25 grand, but bam, there you go. Then he's got to contact the NFL and say, hey, cool, you know, I'm changing the name, da 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 da. And then he's got to cut a small check to them because they've already printed so many, but whatever. It's, it's, you could buy some motherfuckers out and get your shit. This, if it, this is an indie cat, tell the kid to give him, you give him five grand. You can tell me you ain't got five grand in your pocket. Triple H don't have five, five grand in his pocket right now. I mean, he's, he's probably asking for more than five grand. Ten? He's an independent wrestler. <laughs> maybe maybe that's the problem. Maybe he's been very NXT greedy. Oh, WWE want to buy my shit? I want 500 grand. Whoa. Well, then you're outrageous. You're outrageous. <laughs> Sign to that NXT then. Fuck. Um, the, the wrestler's name is Casey Huffman, um, and he's had the trademark since 2021. Terrible. Um, but I mean, it is also, uh, like an official, like slang word. It, I don't know if it's in the Oxford English dictionary, but it is, um, in the, it's on the Merriam Webster website as a slang expression used to express surprise, approval, or excited enthusiasm. A verb as a, it's also a verb, which means to throw, especially with force. Yep. Yeet. That's I'm about to say, I was like, that's the one I know it as. It's like a, this, you got a yeet sign. And the problem is, I learned that shit from like my kids. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? And they're just like, you guys got to yeet it. And I'm like, now I'm over here, a grown man. And they fucking yeet. Like, like originally, I didn't get why he couldn't use it because they just said, oh, he's not allowed to have yeet anymore on TV. So they censored it out. I'm like, but it's just one word. And Stone Cold had like, what on his t shirt? But then, of course, we realized afterwards that it's because. Another wrestler owns the rights, so um, either he's asking too much, or WWE didn't even bother to try and buy the rights from him. Either way, sucks for Jay. Does it sucks for Jay? Hundred percent. There, are, there are some people that didn't like the catchphrase because it was goofy, but you know what? It was getting over. I was just gonna say, but if it works, then it works, and that's how you mm. should look at it. You know what I mean? Like, I get it; it's not like the greatest thing ever. But I also remember when the what chant had fucking drove people nuts. Still does, literally. Yeah, it still does. <laughs> um, I saw a great response from somebody saying, "Couldn't they just swap the E's around?" <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um. Funny, but idiotic. Speaking of idiotic, some douchebag tried to attack Grayson Waller. Um, fortunately, security were there before he even got to the ring. Unfortunately, um, Cash Wheeler wasn't there to punch him in the face. Right. Damn it. Where's <laughs> Cash when you need him? Now, um, this was... So when I heard about this whole thing, I was like, hell yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Because, you know, I, I don't like Grayson Waller. I was like, somebody kick his ass. But I don't want it to be some jerk-off fucking fan. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's been... Countless uh, uh, fan attacks over the years. I remember watching one in WCW where the guy hopped over the fucking fence and they beat the shit out of him. Yeah, was that the Hogan cage match? Because they dragged him they, in the cage. Yeah, Hogan demanded that people beat the shit out of him, and I was like, "This is the <laughs> only time I really like Hogan." But yeah. it's the truth. It's like, dude, I understand, you know. And as the segment is beautifully called "Cheap Heat," I understand that this they're doing their job when they piss you off. Yeah. When you're at the point of. I paid $75 for this ticket. Now I'm going to go beat their ass. Yeah, yeah. They're doing their job and they're doing it beautifully, but you don't go in there. Don't, don't do it. Cause one, let's keep it funky. Let's just, let's, let's, let's put it down to genetics for a second. 
Most of these cats are over six foot. They're all whether whether we give them shit for being you know big or not big. They're all fucking built like brick shit houses. They're all well conditioned athletes. They all have some form of combat at, uh, fucking background. Do you really think you stand a chance? Like I mean, like I honest to God, I say it all the time. I can out wrestle. You know, I bet you I can out wrestle Darby Allen, or I bet you I can out wrestle Grayson Waller. I bet you I couldn't. In all reality, I'd probably get my ass beat. But I'm going to talk my ass off like I can on the outside. Yeah. Yeah, it's their job to piss us off as heels, but it's also our job as fans to realize where the borderline is. Borderline. It's a, it's a show. They're not, they're you not, know, they don't really think you're dumb as, well, they probably do. But. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Especially after but, that. Like when they invite you into the ring to try and kick, that's not a real invite. No, um, I love how you said there, there, there's a there's a line. There's a, there's a, there's a literal one as well. It's called the barricade. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I, like you said, they, this has been happening for years. And in the 90s, you just would have got the shit beaten out of you because oh, they didn't give a, they didn't give a fuck. Even the referees would beat the shit out of you in the 90s. Oh, yeah. I remember Earl, the one, the, the famous one kicking with, the with Stone Cold Triple H. Earl Hebner's <laughs> kicking the dog shit out of this guy. And I feel for the kid, and I'm just like, you know what, dude? You get in there, Herb. Get in there. You cross the ropes, you cross the line. Uh, whatever happens, happens, as far as I'm concerned. Beautifully said. Beautifully said. Um, And finally, for Cheap Heat, uh, there's some releases, both in WWE and AEW this past week. Um, top name from WWE, Mackenzie Mitchell, gone from NXT. I don't know why. I thought she was great. Yeah, she was doing fine, but whatever. Um, an AW released a, a little bit higher up. They released their VP of uh, post-production, Kevin Sullivan. Those, again, from the 90s will be very familiar with Kevin Sullivan. Not that's Kevin Sullivan. The name, Kevin Sullivan. Anyway. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, yeah. It's not, no, it's not that Kevin Sullivan. It's I actually like, want to say. It's not that Kevin Dunn, the actor from Transformers. It's a different Kevin Dunn. It's a different Kevin <laughs> No, because I, I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, shit, when the fuck did Kevin Sullivan get... No, it's yeah. a different Kevin Sullivan. I want to say this guy came from the E. I want to say he came from the E when all those releases had happened. But it looks like he's leaving AEW to go to Impact. Yeah. So. Um, hey, his post-production work is great. Those video packages he's been doing in AEW um, will look great for Impact. So that's a good win for TNA. Yeah, I don't know why they let him fucking go. I think he was. I think he was part of the reason Tony Storm was getting over, but. You know, the timeless uh, Tommy I mean, Storm gimmick. I really like their presentation last night. I think that's the first time they've done, like... Yes. Like, in the middle of a match, done the quick yes. black and white shots. They were great. Well, it's Okay, so the TSK were talking about that, and they were just like, that's been happening more, where they, like, highlight something. They hi It's like, it's the Okada spot. They call it the sumo spot. Yeah. And they're like, well, what do you mean? And it's like, it's, it's, it's something that they naturally do in Japan. Like, when a big sumo... When, mainly during sumo wrestling... It's like when the when the big Yokozuna wins, they get the big the big ah shot. They zoom in on him real fast, and they so they call it the sumo shot. And they've been doing it a lot more, like they do with the best friends and the, the big giant hug. And you always see Okada with his arms out. And I it, I really think you should do that with like a lot, like have a variation to highlight. You have this fucking mega camera on these people. And it's, again, it's worked well for the Okada. It's worked beautifully with the best friends. 
and just how the subtlety of a black and white shot for yeah. Tony Storm. It worked awesome. Out of, I mean, the crowd doesn't give a fuck. I'm at home, and you know what? What are we? What are they always worried about? What are all the fucking e fans, drones, fucking bitching about? What are your viewers? Your viewers? Your viewers? This will bring you viewers. Timeless, beautiful stuff. Uh, so hopefully we get a little more um, feedback on what you liked and didn't like in wrestling next week. I will post it on the Wednesday to give you more time. Um, I know half the world's still asleep right now, but. We'll bring you more. That was awesome and cheap heat next week, hopefully. So before we go through this past week ourselves, let's go back even further with this week in wrestling history. Yeah, come on, Doc. variety of history coming up for you this week so let's waste a little bit of time on the top right on into it we're actually going to start december the 2nd 2016 ring of honors final battle and this is a good one for those who actually used to watch ring of honor back in the day this was during the peak if you will of ring of honor and everything going on there especially with the fellows called the young bucks and the elite so let's kick it off a huge six man not a huge six man but a normal six man for ring of honor Caprice Coleman, Kenny King, and Rhett Titus defeating the team of Alex Shelley, Chris uh, Sabian, and Donovan Dijak. Whatever the fuck his name is now. I think it's still just Dijak in NXT. Anyway. Uh, Dalt Castle defeated Colt Cabana. Remember when um, WWE owned the Rhodes name? Well, this was during that time. Cody R. defeated Shay Lethal. The Kingdom won the six-man titles uh, off of Jay White, Kushida, and Leo Rush. We got to see Marty Scroll defend the TV Championship in a triple threat against Dragon Lee and Will Ospreay, much obviously much smaller Will Ospreay. Matt Jackson and Nick Jackson, the guys known as Young Bucks, and Jay and Matt Briscoe have always put on banger after banger after banger, and this one was no exception. Rated, I believe, four and a half stars by Uncle Dave. The Young Bucks retain the Ring of Honor Tag Team titles, and the main event is a sweet one. Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, no disqualification. Kyle O'Reilly becomes the Ring of Honor World Champion. Let's hop into another one. December the 3rd. 2006 let's go take it back a little bit a little bit and let's get into some wwe as they say and uh, i don't really know if this was necessarily wwe or more um i think this is like an ecw branded wwe show december to dismember so let's kick it right off with jeff and matt hardy defeating the team of uh, joey mercury and johnny nitro we saw balls mahoney Defeat Matt Stryker in a Stryker's Rules match, which I think that just meant he got to pick the rules. I don't remember. I just remember Matt Stryker, a much better commentator than wrestler. (laughs) Elijah Burke and uh, Sylvester Turkey. I don't even know. See, this is, this is, I think I stopped watching it this time. So I hate to break it to you on that one, folks. Uh, Little, against Little Guido and Tommy Machnamool. Oh my God. Devari defeated Tommy Dreamer. That one I knew. Ariel and Kevin Thorne. I remember Kevin Thorne. 
defeated Kevin Kelly and Mike Knox. I remember both those guys because that was the dude that fucking had problems with Punk at first. And, well, we all know who Kevin Kelly is. Or Kelly, Kelly, Kelly. Whoa. Whoa. Somebody photoshopped fuck Kevin Kelly's face on a bikini. I'm just kidding. And then uh, the... <laughs> And the main event was an extreme elimination chamber, which I just think that was just an elimination chamber with weapons. Bobby Lashley uh, defeated CM Punk, Hardcore Holly, Rob Van Dam, Test, and The Biggie Show. Uh, let's jump into some more here. Ring of Honor, more Ring of Honor, December the 4th, 2004, All-Star Extravaganza 2. Jay Lethal defeated the weapons of ma or the weapon of mass destruction or mask destruction mask Diablo Santiago and Omar Tor uh, Tortunga defeated the teams of Dunn and, and, and Marcos uh, BJ Whitmore and David Moff and HC Loke and Tony DeVito. This is early, early, early Ring of Honor. And that was a four-way uh, tag team scramble, by the way. Uh, Johnny Walters defended the Pure Wrestling Championship against Johnny Rave, Jimmy Rave, and won via countout. Austin Aries and Low-Key came to a time limit draw. Ricky Rivas and Rocky Romero defended the tag team titles against Chad Culver and Nigel McGuinness. We saw Trent Acid defeat Jerk Jackson. I really want to know if this Trent is like Trent. I, I'm not. We're not looking. We ain't got the time. <laughs> Cole Cabana and Jimmy Jacobs defeated the team of Jack Evans and, Mar and Roderick Strong. Brian Danielson defeated Homicide. And in the main event, it was Samoa Joe, CM Punk. Who knew? Big shock. Big whoop. But the best whoop? Samoa Joe. Still Ring of Honor World Champion. Let's go south of the border to some Mexico, some AAA, Triple Mania. Oh, God. This was uh, December the 4th, 2021. This is during a time where Lucha Underground was literally just, had just come to an end, and the partnership with Ring of Honor, or it's not Ring of Honor, sorry, AEW and AAA had just started to pick up. So, we got to see a lot of weird stuff in this one, but I just want to talk about the highlight matches. So, we're going to jump right into it. Dragon Lee and Jolistico defeated the team of Laredo Kid and Willie Mack. We also got to see Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood defend the AAA Tag Team Championships against Phoenix and Pentagon in a ladders match, and they walked away. Still champs. What a match that was. This was the debut of Kane Velasquez. So this is another highlight for this show. Kane Velasquez then teamed with Pagano and Psycho Clown to defeat the team of LA Park, Ray Escorpion, and Torres. It was not that good of a match. But good spots for Kane. And then in the main event, it was a five-way for the AAA Mega Championship. Bandito, Bobby the Fish, Jay Lethal, Samurai del Sol, which was, I believe, uh Kalisto. And El Hijo del Vikingo. And guess who walked away? Their new champion, El Hijo del Vikingo. And let's go back in time to the days of old. The days that I grew up in. This is going to be a good one. And we're going to close out this history alkydes with this. WWF's In Your House, December the 7th, 1997. Guess what this one was named? 
Generation X. And boy, howdy, some of you guys may actually remember the build-up to this one more than anything else. So, they actually opened up the show with a WWE Light Heavyweight Championship, and it was Tanaka defeating Brian Christopher to win the WWF Light Heavyweight Championship. We saw... Uh, we saw Jesus Calisto Jr. We saw Jose uh, Jose Estrada Jr. and Miguel Perez Jr. defeat the team of Eight Ball Chain and Skull. This was their way of kind of bringing in people, luchas. I want to say this was the lucha. Uh, the uh, <laughs> I actually want to say that that was the. Uh, they had a weird um, the Mexicals, but I don't want to think that's. I don't think that's the Mexicals. I think it's too early for the Mexicals. Oh, God, and if it was, I messed it all the way up. Uh, Butterbean, believe it or not, uh, defeated Mark Merrow. Shocker. Uh, it was, yeah, a uh, tough man match. Uh, I think he won via DQ. Uh, we saw the tag team titles on the line. Billy Gunn, Road Dog against Animal and Hawk. That one, guess what? DQ. Triple H, Hunter Host Helmsley, defeated Sergeant Slaughter in a boot camp match. I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know. Jeff Jarrett. Defeated The Undertaker in a disqualification. Ugh, that just, that breaks my heart saying it out loud. Oh, God, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Rocky Maya via IC title. Not world title. I know, it kind of already throws you off a little bit. IC title, Steve Austin walks away still champion. In the main event, the build-up to this one was you can't break my ankle, King, or, uh, Ken. You can't do it. And he was twisting his foot Shawn michaels getting his foot all twisted in the in the 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 the, the wheelchair oh my god my childhood is being relived ken shamrock actually defeats Shawn michaels via dis disqualification but Shawn michaels still your wwf champion that has been this week in wrestling history it's time to kick it back to the boys and let's see what's happening on in the wide world of wrestling today that's your history, and our world champion Cypher is back with another message, and this time he has a big announcement to make. This guy make more announcements than I ever did. <laughs> oh, What's up, ladies and gentlemen of Max Wrestling? It's your boy, one half of the tag champs and your current Max World Champion, Cypher. Due to the inclement weather of North Carolina's bipolar weather, couldn't simply gather the masses for one big promo shout-out. But it's okay. NC stands behind their champion all the way, and that's all that matters. So listen up. I've been giving it some thought. I've been thinking, you know... We got to shake some stuff up a little bit. You know, I know that the Maxis and Christmas Clash are right around the corner, but damn it, I need something to do. So, how about this? In a non-title bout, somebody who wants to face me in promo competition, TV rules, five minutes, you know, see where it goes. If not, hey. There's always next year. But until then, I'm going to rock that Polo Apparel North Carolina staple right here. Keep that in mind. And I'm going to keep rocking this ice and these blue. And we're going to keep it real with you. You know what I'm saying? We fresh to death. 
We fresh. Because that's what champions do. They stay clean. So fresh and so clean, clean. So how about this? Christmas clash, non-title bout, me and whoever. You know, just to shake things up a little bit till promo rumble, you know, whatever. And, you know, whoever my opponent may be, well, good luck to you. But, this has been Cypher, and I'll catch you next time, Max. When I hit up on the grind, you know the game is over. That's say I blaze the mic just like a flamethrower. The devil so sick, just like Neo. Flow straight comment, I do it for the people. Y'all think you're equal? Now you're just sequels. I've been here before, just call me a prequel. Loaded and I'm lethal. 18 years old for Aces when I hold y'all. Congratulations, Cypher. I wanted you to have all the gold, El Jefe. Didn't work out that way. It's usually how things in my life go. Doesn't go work out that way. Teddy! You're good. You're dependable. But... We're going to go with somebody else. It's been my whole life. It's been my whole life. And recently, it's happened to me again. Yes. I want my title. 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 Alas. I will get what I have coming to me. Yes, indeed. But we have to deal and worry with minuscule people. So let's go ahead and go at it. Chris. You didn't do your job. You didn't do what you were supposed to do. Now look. Chris, you're nobody. You haven't been anybody. You're that guy that comes in. You're extra. That's that's what you are. You're extra. You're MDO extra. It's fine. It's truly fine. See, nobody knows what goes on in the glitch in the system's head. Nobody knows. And nobody's supposed to know. 
it's hazardous in there. You might step on some broken glass or a dead body or two. Almost caught me. Not gonna catch me. For all you know, it's a black amount. God took the tip off of it. See? <coughs> you guys. You guys at max. Give me what you know is mine. Give it to the person that knows everything. Give it to the most dangerous entity in Max Wrestling. Besides from the demon that's so crazy eyes. Love you guys. It's my dark family. Don't question anything. Yeah, I know where she's I know where she is. I know who she's a part of. But a demon is I am her spawn. And that's all you need to know. This this is the most most joyous occasion. You wanna know why? You wanna know why? Because the next time that you guys see who I am will be with the title coming with me. <laughs> oh you're lost well what's understood doesn't need to be explained and if you don't get it it's probably not for you to get <laughs>
Then we got David Penzer cutting a backstage promo on behalf of Neptune, the returning Mahabalu Shira. Great to see him back. And also, if you see him on Netflix's Wrestlers, he's got a great story there um, in OVW. Um, then we get Frank, the name we can't say for legal reasons, played by Rhino and Scott Demore uh, respond. I'll let you figure out what the name Rhino used was. Um, we see footage of Red Letter, Jody Threat beaten Lady Bird Johnstone, uh, Jessica Havoc, last week. It didn't happen last week. They came up with a whole new recap. Um, awesome. I love they, they come up with fake recaps from the previous week. That didn't happen. So great. I got to watch them <laughs> tell you. I got to watch this episode. Um, yeah, Fret cuts a promo backstage and rapid delivery Pete interrupts. Then Frank, the name we can't say for legal reasons, defeated Neptune, and as a result, Penzer and Neptune become IPWS janitors. <laughs> Poor Shira, he's finally back in TNA, and now he's got to sweep floors. <laughs> oh, Christ, this is hilarious. Oh, my God. <laughs> we got the Sunday Morning Express. Chris Saban and Jack uh, Price defeating the hard workers, Dina and Jake something. Um, then classic 80s, Rip Razor, Ace Austin, and Rusty Iron, Gia Miller, which is great because they're actually a couple, uh, make fun of Dreamer for not uh, smoking. They make fun of the guy for not smoking. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Dreamer then eventually finds Jody Frett when Brian Myers interrupts and wonders why Dreamer has his bag. Oh, um, <laughs> Colt McCoy, played by Eddie Edwards, and Georgia Cobb, oh. played by Jordy Grace, defeat Rip and Rusty. We then see more footage of last week uh, of Jason Hotch hitting Trey Miguel with eat defeat, only for Raju to pin Hotch to win a three way to become number one contender for something. Um, the masked brother, played by Frankie Kazarian, then defeated DJ Too Large. Again, that's Moose to win the fake television title. <laughs> <laughs> and in the main event, I love this name, Tim Burr, played yeah. by Josh Alexander, defeated Boris Alexiev, played by Santino. He's not even Russian. I was going to say. <laughs> he's fucking Italian. And I don't think he's even like full Italian. No, um, that is, no, no, not anymore. Fucking so, he's he's playing an Italian, playing in a playing a Russian, which is great. Uh, Tim Burr defeated Boris Alexiev, and the locker room emptied out to celebrate Burr's victory. What he's a great Italian impact! Playing a Russian. <laughs> oh, I'm dead. The greatest fake Russian of all of the time. Ah, <laughs> oh. oh, I bet you he's the best Russian ever. <laughs> I mean. They could have got Vladimir Kozlov. I'm sure he's oh, not I'm doing sure anything right now. But uh, the I'm... fact that they can't Santino do it is great. It's the best. Oh, um, the best. So while we recover from that episode of Impact, over to Moses for the Rampage report. And luckily for Moses, it's pre-recorded. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like I forgot to hit the record button, but I got the audio. Regardless of the fact, this is the Rampage Report. Danhausen, Hook, Orange Cassidy, and Trent defeated the team up. The Dark Order 
ass, Danhausen, a very evil Danhausen, rolls up Daddy Magic, who was trying to break Parker out of a submission hold by hook, but it was to no avail. The good guys pick up the dub. Soraya, Ruby Soho, and Anna Jay were interviewed backstage, but then there was uh, obviously more obvious flirting by Ruby Soho and Angelo Parker, and like I said before, just let them get it in. Skibone interviews Sting and Ric Flair as, again, they talk about their history. They shake hands, and then there's the obvious Flair controversial line, and then we cut. I'm not talking about it. You see why at the end of the show. The Don Callis family defeat three nerds, as they frickin' should. Despite tension between Sky Blue and Chris Statlander, they were victorious with teaming with each other, with teaming with Hikaru Shida, I should say, as they defeated the team of Anna Jay and the Outcast. After an accidental kick to Soho was caught right in the face of a Anna Jay, but it is what it is. And finally, Vikingo and the Lucha Bros defeated Brian Cageman, Brian Cage and the Work Horseman as Penta hits the faces of fear, the fear factor, I should say, as on Anthony Henry, followed by a 630 from Vikingo, and it's all good stuff. More Vikingo on AEW television, please. Now, let's hop over to the east side of things, and it's time for the cap to recap the smack. So SmackDown opened up with Bianca Belair saying she's coming for EO Sky because she wants her title back. Damage control, minus Bailey, interrupt. And EO Sky tells Belair that if she wants to get to Sky, she's got to go through each damage control member. Charlotte Flair and Shotzi also want a piece of damage control and it doesn't take long for a brawl to break out. Bobby Lashley defeats Butch with a spear, a very lonely Butch I might add. Santos Escobar defeats his former stablemate Joaquin Wilde with a phantom driver. Escobar then continued the assault after the match until Dragon Lee made the save. Logan Paul arrived and announced a tournament has been set up to determine his first challenger for the US Championship. Featuring Dragon Lee, Santos Escobar, Austin Theory, Karrion Cross, Grayson Waller, Kevin Owens and one star from NXT. Kevin Owens then came out to confront... Logan Paul, before Grayson Waller and Austin Fury interrupt, and Fury gets another sucker punch from Kevin Owens. Backstage, Adam Pearce is upset that Nick Aldis is trying to sign Randy Orton from under his nose, and says he'll be in the ring tonight trying to do the same thing. Kevin Owens defeated Grayson Waller with a roll-up as Logan Paul stepped in on commentary. Bianca Belair defeated Kyrie Sane despite some interference from Bailey, who was told to stay backstage by EO Sky. And in the final segment, Nick Aldis and Adam Pearce both tried desperately to sign Randy Orton, with Pearce offering the next shot at the World Heavyweight title and Aldis offering up the bloodline. Paul Heyman interrupted and brings out Jimmy Uso and Solo Sokoa to beat down Orton, but Randy Orton is backed up by LA Knight. As the bloodline are fought off, Orton signs the SmackDown contract and tells Heyman to tell Roman that Daddy's back. After a short celebration, Orton also drops Nick Aldis with an RKO just for good measure. Well, Saturday night is alright for fighting and Moses is on course for a collision.
let's get on course. That is the collision course. Claudio Castagnoli defeated Brody King with a massive lariat to win yet another three points in the Blue League. Backstage, John Moxley talks about time catching up with his style and how he plans on winning the Continental Classic. Abaddon squashes Kira Hogan and has a brief interaction with Julia Hart, though, after the match, teasing a possible shot at the TBS title. Backstage, Joe is quickly interrupted by Roderick Strong, who said Joe is walking into a trap, but it is Joe who laughs it off. Now he didn't walk into Adam! I had to do it. Um, Andre El Idolo, Andrade El Idolo, excuse me, defeated Danny Garcia with a flatliner to gain three points in the Blue League. The Kingdom defeated the Iron Savages fairly quickly by hitting a Hail Mary on Bronson for the win. After the match, Strong hopped up into the ring, hit uh, hit Jack Jameson with a gigantic knee, and again, the road to, uh, to the good working neck is just a, it's a long way of road, but he's getting there. He's getting there. The House of Black, Malachi, and Buddy Matthews defeated Christopher Daniels and Matt Saban, CD, getting some TV time, with a black mask to Danielson. To Daniels. After the match, FTR came down to the ring and were offered spots in the House of Black. But before blindside, but before that, they were blindsided with a knee uh, to Dax from Matthews, and then a black mask to the both of them. And it's this is why I got to start watching Collision. <laughs> El Hijo Del Vikingo defeats Kip Sabian in another quick match, hitting a 6:30. Vikingo's getting TV time, and I'm missing it. Backstage. <laughs> <laughs> Keith Lee accepts a, uh, a rematch with Shane Taylor at Ring of Honor's final battle. Also backstage, Miro arrives. Uh, CJ Perry stops him from breaking into Andrade's dressing room. I think he, they were afraid they were going to run into Charlotte. I don't know. <laughs> and in the final match of the night, another heartbreaking loss for Eddie Kingston as Danielson hits a flurry of kicks and the Psycho knee to get his first or not his first one, but to get some uh, his first match back from injury and gain three points in the Blue League. I'm feeling for Eddie, but you know what? They always say that the, the tough guy getting his butt beat in the beginning, who is not eliminated, can always come back and win the whole gosh darn thing. Huh. I'm pulling for him. Just like I'm pulling for the cat, because unfortunately, my man, he's got to go in it raw. Gonna be honest, not many notes here for a three-hour show, but let's get into going in raw. Drew McIntyre opened the show and seemingly fired a shot at CM Punk before being interrupted by Sami Zayn. They then end up going one-on-one as McIntyre defeats Sami Zayn. Nia Jax defeated Shayna Baszler in a highly back-and-forth match and a scary spot where Nia was German suplexed and her landing caught Shayna's head. After the match, Becky Lynch appeared to confront Nia, but Nia Jax noped right on out of there. In a 2 out of 3 falls match, DIY defeats Imperium 2 to 1 as Champa is rolled up in the first fall before DIY score two straight falls with meat in the middle on Kaiser for the win. With Chelsea Green and Piper Niven on commentary, Caden Carter and Katana Chance defeat Tegan Knox and Natalia, and then knock Chelsea Green right off the apron after the match. Cody Rhodes calls out Shinsuke Nakamura following the attack last week and Nakamura appears on the Tron and notes the similarities between them. The Creed Brothers defeats Judgment Day's JD McDonough and Dirty Dom in a surprising upset 
And in the main event, Seth Rollins defeated Jey Uso to retain the World Heavyweight Championship. But the show closed after the match as they shake hands and both are decimated by Drew McIntyre. And that's all of WWE. Now let's get back to last night on Dynamite. All right, let's hop into some dynamo. Let's get serious for a moment. Serious, serious. Uh, I've said it once, and I'll say it again, dude. The freaking cl- the, the this Continental Classic, beautifully done, beautifully done. Mox defeats Roosh with a rear naked choke. However, Roosh then uh, flails around. Like, what do you mean? I wasn't passed out and. And he gets fucking, you know, hits with a fucking Death Rider. And, um, no, actually, he walks away. Uh, Roderick Strong's in the back. He's hanging out with the Kings, uh, with the Kingdom. He's interviewed by Renee. Roderick throws his wheelchair off stage and says it's been holding him back. So finally, we have the real Roderick Strong back. I'm happy for it. Thank goodness gracious. As uh, Renee prepares to interview MJF, Hangman Adam Page appears. And he addresses his loss to Swerve. MJF leaves his dressing room. Uh, and the two trade insult uh, until Joe finally comes between them, breaks them up. I kind of really want to see Hangman and MJF for no damn good reason, except it's a damn good reason. Swerve against Mark Briscoe was better than it should have been, and now Swerve is tied with Mox with nine points, and unfortunately, a little too soon, it is now impossible for Jay Briscoe to win the league. So he is officially the, the Yano of this tournament. Oh. <laughs> Renee interviews Ma- Maria May as she says she will be uh, studying from Tony Storm. She was ringside and everything. I, I'm I'm getting antsy with anticipation. She need to see yeah. her in action already. So, Samoa Joe is surrounded by masked men before the devil appears on the screen and shows MJF knocked out backstage to as my son asked me, how did that guy die, Dad? <laughs> he said, He's not dead. He's not dead. <laughs> Oh God, I love children. <laughs> Mox begins to put a cut, begin to cut a promo backstage, but is then interrupted by Swerve as they size each other up. And this is one that I need every day of my life. Everybody is gonna bleed. Everybody's gonna bleed. With a with a retro intro, Tony Storm comes out, defeats Sky Blue in another really good match for no goddamn good reason to retain the women's honor of uh, uh, women's. Women's Women's World Championship. Jesus Christ, I almost called the Ring Around Championship. Too many W's. But, too many W's, exactly. But then her celebration was interrupted by finally the returning Riho. The crowd could give a shit, but I popped like a motherfucker. I swear I Riho returns more than Sting. She does. This is the truth. And, and people have officially stopped giving a crap, as you can tell. Yeah. I mean, I'm JY, like I mean, again, we are must be in the minority. 
Jay White defeated Jay Lethal in the Gold League. Very, very, very good. A very disappointed Jay Lethal at the end. And in the main event, it was as E as you can get. Christian Cage retains the TB- TNT title against Adam Copeland after Mama Way- Wayne, or I should say, the new the new Mrs. Cage, if you will, <laughs> gets struck by Adam Copeland, or I'm sorry, gets struck with the TNT title in the weakest fucking title shot you've ever seen in all your days. Yeah. He's officially Nick Wayne's stepdaddy. The only thing that was missing was a, was a big smooch, but of course Christian is already married uh, oh, yeah. in real life. And yeah, you could see the betrayal coming a mile off. Uh, even though they said, well, she does have a legitimate reason for both because Edge beat the shit out of her son, but her son's also been a dick to her, so who's she going to hit? But yeah. obviously it was a screw job because obviously it's in Montreal. Montreal screw jobs. Um, honestly, I thought it was a solid episode last night. Oh, plenty of, plenty of action from the Continental Classic. Um, we already talked about Tony Storm, and the presentation was great of her. Um, interesting seeds planted for Mox and Swerve, Hangman and MJF, and also now putting a seed of doubt in my mind as to whether or not who the devil is, because MJF could have set that up himself. Right, now it makes you think maybe he is, and then now we're in a spiral. I love it. Um, I just wonder though how much more we're going to see of Mama Wayne now is she going to become like a regular on screen character and uh, if so how good is her acting Uh, if it's anything like her belt shots it's going to be jackass just jack shit terribly but I I also think that she's going to be coming out with Cage a lot now she's probably going to be like the manager esque you know what I'm saying yeah they're going to have um, to have a smooch at some point, regardless of the marriage. Right, I mean, Sorry, Christian, Mrs. Mrs. Cage. To be fair, he did have his own daughter escorted out by security. <laughs> so I wouldn't put it past Christian. Awesome. What an asshole. Love this guy. Um, I'm, I'm kind of surprised by how kind of top-heavy this tournament's been, though. Like... We're like three matches in, and there's some very clear top contenders. And as yeah. you said, uh, Mark Briscoe's right on zero. Uh, was this, was there anybody else that's still on zero? Jay, Jay Lethal is. Wow, yeah. Jay Lethal's at zero. Eddie Kingston's at zero. Yeah, that Ed- one's really surprised me, because like, Eddie's obviously put his belts up in this tournament, and mm-hmm. he hasn't won a match yet. No, and that's the thing that's weirding me out a little bit. But the thing I can, as I have to compare and contrast, because, again, this is supposed to be an Americanized version of the G1. And in the G1, every year, for as long as I can remember, there is a clear number one or number two. And there's, like, boom, boom, on this bracket. There's always, fuck everybody else, it's these cats, good luck catching up. And then the other bracket, for some reason, is just those guys that are fighting. They're just fighting, the, you know what I mean? They want a shot. They want to get it. There's some names, but they're just trying to get there. So I can see Lethal get a win. I can see Kingston come back and win the whole fucking thing even. You know what I mean? It's 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 not as um, uh, 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 blown up just yet. Remember, we're ahead, a week ahead with Dynamite. So, you know what I mean? All this can turn around right now for Kingston and Lethal. Next, you know, this, uh, what was it, on Friday, Saturday? So, 
Yeah, we'll see. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. It was very much uh, focused on the Continental Classic, which is going to be for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're still getting some developments in the MJF Devil story. Mm-hmm. And now, even we're doubting that MJF isn't the devil. The twists and turns, brother man, I'm telling you, the twists and turns are getting us. Uh, as, as this is the thing with AEW's long-term story, storytelling. They, you think you got the answers, and then they even make you think, oh, wait a minute, maybe it was the obvious answer all along. Mm-hmm. At least they're not insulting our intelligence. Right. Because we literally cannot predict who it is now. It, it could still be Adam Cole, it could be Roderick Strong, but now it could even be MJF mm-hmm. after all this. But anyway, um, at this point, we have to accept that Christmas Clash is now an official Max Wrestling special event. Uh, it was supposed to just be a Christmas-themed episode, but as you heard earlier, it's now way too stacked to not be considered an event. Um, this also means the Maxis is no longer our 50th event because Christmas Clash will be the 50th Max Wrestling special event. It's all good because, again, you said it beautifully. This card is way too stacked. And in two weeks' time, Christmas Class arrives December 21st. And it features Daniel Crimmins versus the new Knowledge Champion, the Captain, in a rematch with the stipulation you can vote for right now by heading to the Maxi's vote page on the website. It, will it be three stages of knowledge, best of seven, or my personal favorite, full trivia mayhem? Ooh. Um... Honestly, I I don't want to face Crimmins in any of those matches because he's probably the biggest threat. He, I'm, I'm probably going to lose it right away straight to Crimmins, but we'll see. Um, plus, beer is back and beer is bitter. Mm. That's a good line. Uh, he wants some Dragon Club action, and I can personally guarantee that a member of Dragon Club will meet beer at Christmas Clash in a promo exhibition. Ooh, anticipation, anticipation. The television championship will also be on the line in a rematch as the captain defends against Chris Reed. Will the captain reach his goal and survive until promo mania? Or will the mercenary succeed this time? Give me all you got, Chris. And finally, your world champion has spoken. Cypher has issued a non-title open challenge for Christmas Clash to warm up for podcast promo rumble. Who will take the opportunity to face Cypher? It all goes down on December 21st. Go to matchdressingnet.weebly.com slash clash for more information. And now, for uh, a continuation of what we unveiled last week, the new Twatometer. Son of a bitch. Bunch of neckbeard stinky twats. Okay, so, like, this has been much different. You guys got to understand, on my <laughs> side of the spectrum, it's been mad easier. It's mad easier. Just like, oh, fucking cake of the week, and da 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 But in all good God honesty, there's been so much fucking crap. So much crap going on right now. But uh, when you call somebody a full-blown fucking twat, you know what I'm saying? When you have to fucking, when it's, when it's that level... It's bad. And I'm at the point of I'm I feel bad for what I have to do. Okay. What I have to do. 
and 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 I've talked about this person before. I've talked about them in the good and in the bad, and right now it's in the bad. And I, I'm I'm stalling because I don't know of a number I want to give just yet, just yet. <laughs> but it, the thing that kills me again is it's this is a man I love, and I have to go after Ric Flair right now. I have to. I'm sorry, Rick. I am, dude. Just like you weren't supposed to be on that fucking podcast with all the goddamn fucking stoners. You shouldn't have been there. I even said it from the jump. This wasn't your fucking crowd. Why are you there? Now everything. Every, you're literally taking everything up the ass. I, God, I can't say it any better than that. I really can't. I can't. Everything is disrespected to you. If oh, if I didn't want to, I don't need the money. I shouldn't have to. Motherfucker, do you not know the business you're in? You're in the wrestling business. You remember when you used to stand in front of a fucking camera and derail people? I make more money. I make more. I I spent more money than you on fucking on spilt liquor and food than you make in a year. You would insult people to their face about the amount of money you would waste at a bar. You would fucking berate people about how much money you spent on your fucking suit. You strip butt naked on a fucking WCW episode. And you're taking every fucking thing that is said in wrestling context. Please understand that. That's where the heat's coming from for me. In wrestling context, quite frankly, up the ass. Quite literally, you know, for a guy that, oh, that fucking, uh, you know, has a fucking name in the weed game, bro. You are so on edge. It's not even funny. It's not even fun. All right. I got my ring. Yeah. It's dude. Come on, dude. It's fuck. Come on. How do you? It's like, come on, Rick. You know what I mean? Nature Boy is officially on the twatometer, but how many points is he getting? I gave him I gave him a cut for the first one. And then I want to say the next day or two, he came back with another one. And now he's spewing shit on AEW television. Oh, yeah. Four points for Rick. You're lucky it's not five. My 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 the, the love guy, the guy that's got this behind me is telling me just give him the one. No, 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 no. We have to be fair. And in reality sense, you, you are wrestling. And the fact that you are carry, you're being a Karen in wrestling is blowing me away. <laughs> is fucking blowing me away. The good news is Ryback is still on top. Oh, God. He sucks the worst. All right. So moving from the Yeetometer to, uh, sorry, from the Twatometer to the Yeetometer. Yeet. Yeet. You feel me? For real. Do you feel him, sir? Yeah, I do. Last week I gave it to Randy Orton uh, for two reasons. One, hell of a jacked up comeback. And two, he got overshadowed by Punk. But yeah. this week I'm going to give some points to somebody who can't even say Yeet anymore because I think he deserves some Yeet points. Jey yeah. Uso, uh, you're going on the Yeetometer. But uh, I'm not going to give you a full five because, yes, it sucks that you can't use the catchphrase and everything, but I mean, he's still over. Uh, right. So I'm going to give Jey Uso three points on the Yeah, Three points, good enough. There you go, Jey. Yeet. 
You can't say it. We can. Yes, sir. I mean, yeah, that sucks. He can't even say it on TV anymore. Not that he can't wear the T-shirt. He can't even say it. Can't even say it. It's the worst. It's the goddamn worst. Ay, ay, ay. Uh, so there we go. Thank you for joining us. Uh, I hope we rocked you harder than a breakaway glass bottle on the back of MJF's head. Hell yeah. Before we go anywhere, here's what Moses has for you, Pencilnet Geeks, this week on the A to B, your retro rewind. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, a lot, again, like I say every single fucking week, a lot is coming. Um, I have to say this out loud because this is this is this is the stupidity or not the stupidity. This is the newness of uh, of being a football fan coming in. I had no idea December was like so crazy with how the games are. I literally had two episodes I was going to drop today. I can't because there's a fucking game today, so that kind of fucking defeats the purpose. So um, I am going to drop a a a, a, a re, a, I guess a late reactions. Um, the game is at 12.30. We play uh, West Ham. Sorry, Nicola. I I don't know how it's going to go. Um, I do know that it's going to be on while I'm at work, so I'm, I might wait to get home to watch it. I also might just slack off at work for like an hour and a half. Who knows? Who knows? Um, we'll see how it goes, though. So expect at least a reaction to the West Ham game for American Talking Tottenham. Uh, there are going to be two episodes dropping for Bolt Rant, though. That is a for sure thing. That can't be stopped. I don't give a shit what you guys say. And the boys are preparing. However, unfortunately, um, a man, Rob, got sick. He's feeling better, though, so he'll be coming back. Uh, as soon as everybody's nice and recovered, there's some stuff that we want to dive deep, 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 deep into. The number one thing I think that keeps coming back to us is this quote-unquote bloated roster of AEW. What can we do to fix it? If we could cut certain people, who would we do it? Why? The whole whatever, blah, 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 blah. So I think that's going to be the first thing we're really going to look into. We're going to look into AEW and see where we can trim the fat, make the roster, or sorry, make the books look good and help, you know, open up some, uh, some room to let people shine a little bit better. So a whole lot coming. And, of course, the best way to keep track of all that is to follow us on all the beautiful social medias on the Evil X Machine, formerly known as Twitter, a.k.a. Uh, what was the other one? The artist formerly known as Twitter. I like that one a little bit better. But always <laughs> check out at Max Wrestling UK, at the Captain 512, and at SMRPodNet. Check out the beautifully done website, maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com. Again, you can find links to everything on there at the website. But then, of course, you can always hit the subscribe and follow button. Everywhere you find us, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and of course, YouTube.com forward slash Max Wrestling. Come get all your stuff. We got wrestling, soon to have some sports. Who knows? We might come back with some movie reviews all over again. Yeah. Um, and Phoenix just messaged me. He's watching Trivia Takeover right now uh, and leaving comments on it. So that's how far back he is. So uh, <laughs> Phoenix, if you're listening to this right now, don't forget WrestleMania is this Saturday. Yeah, knowing him, he'll be <laughs> watching this in April. We watched the Christmas episode. Fucking <laughs> guy. Um, so we we will of course be back same time next week on the last stop before Christmas Clash. Um, and we may even predict final battle. Um, but it's on a Friday this year, so it's the day after we record. Those maybe maybe we'll check it out. Um, and I believe it's also not on pay per view. It's only on Honor Club. 
Ooh, even better. So I ain't going to spend a bunch of money. Yeah. Either way, we will see you same time, same place next week. You've been watching the Kappa Mo. Goodbye. And good night. Bye. Careful with those open challenges, Cypher. They're going to bite you in the ass. <laughs>